Hey, business building warrior, welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. This is an interview episode today. If you're new around here, most of our episodes feature interviews with the students of the Proven Amazon course, which is the premier Amazon seller training in the e-commerce universe. We've been teaching people how to build beautiful businesses online for over 20 years now. We've been talking a lot about Amazon the past 12, 13 years, and that is the course that helps thousands of students around the world continue to grow on the biggest e-commerce platform in the world. Half of all transactions in the United States online every day approximately are happening on one platform, Amazon. And we have international students in our community who sell in the U.S. They live outside the U.S. They sell in the U.S., on amazon.com without ever seeing or touching their inventory based on the systems that we've built here that accommodate that. Today, we're going to meet someone who's doing just that. The most recent month, they did $30,000 in sales on amazon.com while living in Dubai. Omar lives in Dubai. How incredible is that? He's got a team of what he calls partners. He doesn't call them virtual assistants. That's a term that we use frequently around here, but he calls them teammates. They're on his team. These are equals, his partners in this business. And they live in Pakistan. They live in the Philippines. We even have a brief segment towards the middle of the show today where we we bring them on to the Zoom and briefly meet each of them for a couple moments, describing what it is they do on the team. But basically, they're helping run every aspect of his business because, as you're about to see, Omar only has a few minutes a day, five to 10 hours a week he shares with us today to commit to this business. So imagine a business selling $30,000 a month. You're able to work at a few hours a day at best, a couple hours a day. And it's producing those kind of results with a virtual team running every aspect of the business. That's what we're going to hear about today. That's what's possible. What an incredible business opportunity. Now, if you're wondering about the specifics of how his inventory is handled and those sorts of things. We dive into it a little bit, but let me just briefly summarize. No matter where you live, you can build a business buying and selling products on Amazon in the United States by using prep centers. We have what we call our prep center network. That's the website, prepcenternetwork.com. You can get there and see a list of the companies, the businesses. Some of them are just small businesses. Maybe they've got some extra room in their garage, but they will receive your inventory for you So you can shop online, pretty much any website that sells legitimate inventory, have that inventory delivered to your prep partner instead of to you. They get it prepared, put some stickers on it and send it into Amazon on your behalf. So you don't have to. A lot of people in the US have hands-free Amazon selling businesses based on that model. Today, we're going to meet someone in Dubai who has a hands-free business based on that model. Now, it's not quite as big or as profitable as he'd like for it to be, but it is profitable and it is big and it is growing. And it's a very impressive story about what's possible now with Amazon. Another thing, if you're new in our community, let me just let you know about a book that I wrote. It's It's been a couple decades ago that I wrote this thing. It's been updated 11 times, however, and the most recent version is all about how to find the right e-commerce opportunities for you. The only income that my family of seven and I have had for the entire time, our kids growing up, homeschooling all of them, my wife being able to stay home, not needing an income. The only income we've had is e-commerce. And I've worked with over the past two decades plus all kinds of incredible people who've built beautiful businesses. And I've identified three basic strategies 
that work online. And I dive into how to make each of those three work. One of them is selling physical products or digital goods. That's one of them. But there's a couple others as well. And that book is called Silent Sales Machine. I want to give it to you completely free. All you have to do is text the word free to this phone number, 507-800-0090. We'll get you a free copy of the book. You can listen to it. You can watch it. It's me talking into the camera like I'm doing right now. If you enjoy our podcast episodes, I think you'll really like hearing me break down what those opportunities are that are available to you in e-commerce and which one might be a good place and a good fit for you where you should start. I'd love to get that into your hands and then hear what you think of it. We've sold over a million copies in the past, but right now we're giving it away completely free. If you can't text us, if that doesn't work, if you're international, you can get on our, uh, the show notes for today, and you can see a link to a website where you can send us an email and we'll fire you a copy that way as well. One last thing, I talked to our friend Omar today, who you're about to meet about our conference in May of 2024. Hopefully you can make it to that event. We'd love to see you there. Omar's not sure if he'll be able to make it yet or not from Dubai. That's a pretty pricey thing to fly all the way to the United States. But in Orlando in May of 2024, the dates are the 23rd through the 25th. We'd love to see you there. Get all details on that event at theprovenconference.com. Sign up for advanced notification when tickets go on sale. The VIP tickets sell out every year. This is the 12th time we've done this event. The VIP tickets will sell out this year. I promise it happens every single year. So you want to jump on those right when they go on sale. We'd love to see you join hundreds. Last year, we had about 700 people in uh, our last conference. So we're expecting about the same. Orlando, May 2024. Hope to see you there. Hey, let's get over and meet my new friend, Omar. You're going to love this interview. Omar, my friend, welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Pleasure to connect with you. And let me just point out right at the start, if I didn't mention it in the introduction, you're doing this at midnight, your time from uh, Dubai, right? That's (laughs) right. Thank you so much for not making me stay up to midnight. You did it. Uh, to make it convenient for me. So I really appreciate that. So listen, yeah, no problem. You know it, how great uh, a guy you are right off the bat. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. Well, it's it's not every ch- every day you get a chance to be on the podcast that you've been uh, watching for hundreds of hours yeah. or listening or watching, you know, either way. That blows me away. I'm honored that you do that. And uh, I love hearing from guests who have listened to the show because they kind of know how things work around here, which means we're going to get into your story pretty fast here. You ready for yeah. that? Yeah, I'm ready. Sure. Let's do it, man. All right. So very briefly about pre-Amazon and and e-commerce business, I worked at my uh, family business and it was in training. It was uh, IT and management training. Uh, That's like, you know, uh, Microsoft courses, uh, SQL Server. Then later, like I I started with some of those like... uh, more technical things, and I moved on into management courses, project management, Six Sigma. Wow, we have Fun a similar stuff. background. Did you realize yeah. that? I, I heard you talk on the uh, about statistics and Six Sigma a bit on I'm the a podcast. Huge fan of like Edward Dimming and Duran, yeah. right? Yeah, and I sold Microsoft software for a living. I did some training on. I was a programming nerd back in <laughs> my nerd yeah. days. I'm a bit too much of a programmer. I'll get in too deep in something and uh and like forget everything else that is more important 
yeah. and focus on some stupid technical problem that you want to solve, you know? Yes. Some spreadsheet <laughs> challenge, right? Yeah. It keeps you up till two yeah. in the morning and like, why yes. am I doing this? I'll just use a calculator. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So in, in our business, I was one of the trainers. I, I was actually later on like one of the, not one of the, uh, the highest earner in, in the company. We had a great reputation and, and we did well in the business. And I'm blessed that our family was was doing that. I did always have kind of self-doubts, you know, am I really doing everything I could, which bore out to be correct. I was, in fact, something I, I saw in your podcast. I was too focused on the details of the job, of being in the business rather than working on the business. Mm-hmm. And that was a big light bulb moment for, for me. I mean, listening to the podcast, I've, I think I've pretty much every interview I've seen or, or listened to, not every episode, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I mean, it's really uh, eye-opening a lot to, to be listening to the podcast, but um, when you've heard hundreds of hours, there's a, a point where, okay, I've heard this. I've heard it enough, and I'm going to hear it again, but right now, I don't need to hear this right now. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean. So you do um, skip some episodes. Is that what you're saying? Just a couple. Of course. I, I'll yeah. give you a pass, man. I haven't even listened to all the episodes. We've had some guest hosts. Oh, <laughs> guest hosts, uh, Robin and uh, Robin Joy and Brian. And, yeah. And, and Brian. Yeah. They're a really good addition and I'm, I'm really enjoying their content and their attitude. Their, their, I mean, a lot of things they'll say. Again, is an eye opener, and a lot of times it's okay. I know this, but the way they said it really made a difference. Same thing with what what you do, and you know, it's it's a nice change of pace. I mean, with the podcast, if every episode's the same, it's gonna get boring. But you've you've done a really good job, I think, for me at least as a listener. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I, I really appreciate the feedback. We love hearing because it's all about helping people grow the businesses of their dreams. And if we're not doing that, then we're not doing something right. That's what we love to do here. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, those management courses. And then we had some tough times in in the business. The market changed. Part of it was online training. Part of it was, uh, you know, different things happening politically around the the Middle East. And so um, we eventually sold the business. And I was working. And this was kind of a, a bit of a blow. To my ego, you know, working for the company that bought us, and um, and I would say that was the start of my second act. That was where I had the really big doubts come boiling to the surface, you know, uh, and that's something I have. I think I mentioned have a lot of self doubt, self confidence problems. Uh, even though, like I said, I was the highest earner in the business, and we were we had such a great reputation in the market. And um, so I thought I need to focus. I need to improve. I rebounded. Okay, what's the way forward? Let's find a better job. Better jobs. Let me see what what kind of better degree I can get. Let me go get an MBA. I don't want to get stuck in the technical stuff. Let me get focus on a business degree. Okay, I'll get an MBA. Okay, learned a lot. Took a while. I, I did it slowly. But uh, as I was doing it, I would start, of course, Take everything you're learning, try to apply it on your job. And then as time went by, I'm starting to gain more confidence. And I start, one day I saw some video about, 
you know, you know, you, you're watching how to get a job, how to get a better job. And then I saw a video about, okay, well, why don't you make your own business? And Amazon, and they were talking about, you know, you need this much money to make an account. You need this much money for this. And you need this much money for inventory. And, and they, they were in the end, they were leading up to your uh, pet peeve, the uh, private label, the pants loss model. That's right. I haven't heard it called that in a while. Was that that was uh, was that Coach Chris Beam on our team? I think he came up with that. So. The, I, the, I, I, model, the pants losing model. Yeah, pants losing model. <laughs> pants lost. And uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so, but I, I kept investigating. Kept even as privately, I know the numbers in in traditional business. You need hundreds of thousands. You need millions to start a real company. Mm-hmm. And. When they, with private label, okay, you don't need that much, but it is a lot. It was a lot for me at the time. And uh, I kept searching around and I found you guys' community, some references, like on the, not on the dark web, but you know, some, some message board, someone's talking about, okay, these guys are really expensive. Why don't you try these guys? They're really good. And I met Jim and he's awesome. And why is he talking so much about the owner of the company in such a good way? It's weird. It's not. It's not normal. It's not. Uh, I've been doing it 20 uh, years though. So there's there's plenty of stuff out there to, <laughs> to read, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. But no, there I'm, is. I'm glad you found some of the people that love us. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did. I didn't find anyone who didn't uh, actually. That's what I was looking for. We've been doing it the right way. These for a guys long time. are so cheap and those guys are so expensive. And I say cheap, but I don't mean cheap in a negative way. What's wrong? So I anyway, I started listening to the podcast a bit didn't take long. I, I signed up for the course. And uh, I think it was within a month I had started the business for the family. And I uh, was buying products and started selling them. And every step of the way, I like I said, I had a family business before. I'm not. And, and starting, again, eye openers from your podcast from day one. I started to realize those mistakes I had been making, working in the business, getting too busy with training that I can't focus on how can we sell more of these courses? How can we do better as a company? I I did uh, my part in, let's say, helping the other trainers improve their presentation skills, how they tell a story, all that stuff. But I don't think, I mean, looking back at it now, I did not do enough. I thought I was doing enough. To skate by, you know, that's one of my problems. I do enough. I don't want to do it. I want to succeed. I want to fly. I don't want to walk. Hey, have you ever read the book E-Myth by yes, Herbert? Absolutely. Yeah. Right. So that and, book hits at the core of what you're talking about, does it not? And that's one of the benefits of uh, that. I was, let's say, introduced to, to that book uh, through you. Okay, so you good. mentioned it several times. And it was probably an eye-opener for you, wasn't it? Absolutely. Are you, are you a reader? Yeah, yeah, well, I listen to it. I am a reader. I, I, I used to be when I was a kid. And, and these days, time's always short. So yeah. I try to get an audio version. Of sure, of course. Of course. Yeah. But the core message of that book being being a technician, or the example he uses, being good at making pies, doesn't mean you're going to be a good bakery I, shop. Business That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's a completely different skill set and if you're nose to the grindstone just making good pies that doesn't mean you're gonna have a successful business that's an important component 
There we go. So that's that's many of the lessons that we teach here. Is you know, it, like you like you've said a couple of times, you want to be the person working on the business, not in the day to day infrastructure. Uh, it sounds like you've built an appreciation for that lesson, and you're very self aware of the weaknesses you have, and you're very transparent about them, <laughs> which I appreciate. A lot of times, people kind of gloss over their, you know, they're not aware of their own weaknesses, and if they are, they definitely don't want to share them with others. So I appreciate your your transparency today. That's that's what I'm trying to do with, with all my life. Try to always be better, and um, it's not about criticizing yourself. It's not about hating anything or anyone like the, the, the person you are and we'll talk about anyone other people but it's about okay i made this mistake this thing happened whether it was a mistake or it just happened what do we learn how do we move forward how do we what's the lesson and how do we do better next time as for about others i wouldn't say i i've, I've started to realize something that a lot of people have a victim mindset you know the uh these guys won't let me do this. These guys won't let me do that. Well, you got to do something about it. People, there's competition everywhere, and in, in, in specifically in business, but in every part of your life, there's something going to stop you. Are you going to give up, or are you going to face it and take care of what you have to take care of? You, you have, I have a responsibility for my life, for my family. Nobody else is going to feed my family but me. And I was always that's. Back to my business uh, before the family business, I was too complacent, too too much waiting for others. I wasn't it was not a family business, not not just me. I wasn't the owner, and I uh, was always waiting for others. Even if I'm not the owner, doesn't mean I can't take initiative. And a lot of times, I'm a, I'm a bit timid in in some cases. So I I wouldn't face it. I wouldn't go and say no. We need to do this. No, I object. We have to. We can't do it this way. I was always waiting for others, relying on others, taking a back seat, not taking charge, not of the company. And even in many cases, it's not my life, uh, which I should have, shouldn't have done. And I'm again, I'm not saying it, I'm not crying about it or anything. I'm happy that I see where I need to go and how I need to change. So yeah, would you so, say that you that you've taken some of those lessons into your approach to e-commerce you've there we go you're taking the bull by the horns a little more to use the analogy right that's that's it that's what i'm trying to do every day is i'm building it building my life with this business with everything else going on in my life I, i mean there was a period of time when i was first starting the business it wasn't just the business and it still isn't just my business but uh what i mean it's not the only job that i have so i have a full-time job Mm-hmm. I was studying my MBA. I was taking care of my father who was sick and passed away. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. When was that? How long ago? That was almost two years ago, which was around four months, five months into my Amazon and e-commerce journey. Wow. So he, he was getting really sick. It was COVID times and he got COVID. He got better, but his body was weaker, you, you know, ups and downs. Not going to make a sob story over here, but just to to, to show you the things I, I was I was dealing with, and um, it did let up a little bit, but it's still I have a full time job, MBA is done, I have the MBA, sorry, the, what's it called, the Amazon business, I, and I have a family that I I love and I want to spend time with. I don't want to be uh, stuck at work to all ends of the night. 
Mm-hmm. And um, I'm lucky. Um, my job is, as well is it's a pretty good job. It pays the bills. But as Jim Rohn would say, it's not going to make me a fortune. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to do. Trying to build a business for my family that will help us, uh, you know, be be happy and, and have our options in our life. And as we said, the, the working now as much as possible on the business rather than in the business. And I know myself, in many cases, when, when I get too stuck in the details, I fail because I'll, I'll neglect something that I should have done. I, I should have done this today. I didn't do it. I didn't have time. Okay, I need to get someone to do it. I'm not the best person to do it. Simply, I need to admit in some cases, I'm not the best person to do this. Someone else needs to do it. And uh, maybe I need to give them a hard time about why it's not done. Yeah. You've built a team already. And right. you've got much into the details of your business model, but we can do that in a moment. But I know you've got some of your team on standby. And for them, it's even crazier times of the day. Yes. <laughs> so, because your team is all over the world. That's it's right. That's really right. spread out. Do, do you want to try to get some of them on? I don't I don't see them, but go ahead and let them know if you'd like that we're ready for them. I don't see them in the in the waiting room quite yet, but I'd love to have a chat with some of them and just meet and see what some of their roles are as we break down your business. But sure, the, uh, messaging you, them right now. I yeah, think. let them know. And how many leads did you generate? I want to talk about the value that you brought to the business. Mm-hmm. And if you're bringing value, then we're going to work well together. Yeah. And if you're not bringing value, then we have a problem. And it's yeah. not about how many hours. If you work 100 hours a day and you're bringing no value, there's no future there. Mm-hmm. Makes total sense. Uh, and so that's how I'm trying to treat the team as part of the business. And um, that's why I wanted to include them here today. If Well, that's, to- that's awesome. I see a couple of people in the waiting room right now for a call. So uh, it looks like a, a mayor and a Naheem. And I see a, a Salman as well, if I'm pronouncing the name properly. So I'm going to yeah. get them all in here. Is that okay? And sure. just yeah, have yeah. a brief conversation with some of your team. So, sure, sure. Uh, I'm clicking the admit button now. And we should and see. And if Jay shows up, he, he it, it's 4 a.m. for him. So I don't know. Wow. <laughs> But he, he has to get up and feed his chicken. So uh, <laughs> that's great. So I'm surprised that he's uh, he's not in yet. There's the team. I love it. Hello, my friends. And thank you for getting up in the middle of the yeah. night. In some cases, it's a pleasure to meet you guys. Um, thank you so, very much. So Omar, why don't you introduce us to them uh, one at a time and, and they can kind of share what their role is. And we'll let these guys get back to bed or, or get their day started, depending <laughs> on the... What uh, yeah. time it is. Maybe uh, after this uh, podcast, they'll be energized to start the, the day early. <laughs> Work a little um, harder for you today, right? <laughs> so I'll start uh, on the right on my screen is Mr. Salman or Salman, however you want to pronounce it. And then you have uh, Maher, Wakas, and you have Naeem. And um, go ahead, Salman, why don't you start? Yeah, what, what's your um, team? My role is to find research new products and to check market trends and competitor prices and to find their cheaper sources. Well done. Quite a team. We've actually had uh, one more join us as well, Omar. So yeah, well. that's, that's Jay. It's uh, 4.20 a.m. Oh, so this Jay. is Philippines. Right. Yes, sir. Wow. Yes, sir. 
You're you're the hero of the group right now. 4:20 a.m. <laughs> Look at you, man. Are you going to go back to bed after this, or are you going to start early? What's the plan, man? <laughs> uh, maybe I will wake up and exercise, jogging. Good for you. You got a warrior on your team. I can tell, man. Look at that guy. There's there's even more. He's uh, he's getting married. Like when is it? Tomorrow, November 25. Okay. You're coming up on getting married. Well, congratulations, young man. That's beautiful, man. I love it. Thank you. Thank wow. you. Thank God you bless so you guys. So, so cool. Wow. Thank you. What a good looking team, though, Omar. You've got a, you. a good crew here. I've never done this before. We have many international students in our community who have teams like this, but I don't think we've ever had anyone just get them all on here. We got Pakistan, Philippines, you're in Dubai, selling in the United States. It just shows what's possible. Yeah. This is so great. Well, introduce me to the other two members of your team here, and let's let's get a breakdown of what their roles are a little bit. And then we'll let these guys get back to bed. (laughs) (laughs) I'll let Jay go first so he can go sleep. Or go for a run. Look at him. He's ready to go. He wants to go go jogging. So, Jay, go ahead and tell them about yourself. But uh, one thing I wanted to say that I I thought it was really important to introduce the team because they are the ones helping to build this business. Mm -hmm. This is their business as much as it is mine. Yeah. And I thought their voice would be very valuable here today. Oh, it is. Anyway, this is tremendous. Go ahead, by the, way, by the way, sir, good evening in your side, sir. Good yes. morning on my side. I am Jay. Uh, I have been working here in our company, sir, for almost six months as a product uh, researcher. I was assigned an online arbitrage and I'm looking at different category as long as they fit on the standard criteria, sir. My goal in this company is to help to achieve its best profit and best profit and have a big growth in this market, sir. And I always hope that that the deals I'm submitting are quality and saleable deals, sir. That's all, sir. Thank you, Jay. Jay's a, a lead machine. He calls them deals. I call them leads. We're always fighting about it, but he's a lead machine. And, and uh, I can say nobody will be upset if I say that his leads are generally the best. But I think we have some some good competition. Wakas, you see him looking up at the, at the rolling his eyes maybe a little bit. See, there's <laughs> some competition there on the team. Uh, but uh, no, the, everyone's doing great. And, and I know we can do better as well. And uh, we have last but not least, Mr. Naeem, one of the most, everyone is valuable. Naeem, a very strategic part of the business, although he started with something very simple, but has grown really and is doing a lot more uh, in the business and really helping us uh, do a, in, in much more that, than I expected from him, but not, not nothing about him. But, uh, much more than I expected on day one. Go ahead, Naeem. Tell them about what you do. My main responsibility is I'm doing an accounting job, and uh, I'm uh, preparing daily sales and purchase support. I'm uh, also preparing weekly performance support for all our sourcing team. And also, I uh, review daily leads, uh, which are found by these uh, guys. And which is a much interesting part of my job. We have a system where we rate leads on the, with the stars, you know, on a, on a, on a scale of one to 10. And okay. if it's a three star, why, why are you wasting my time with these three star leads, guys? And sometimes a three star actually maybe 
could be good, you know. Uh, but uh, anyway, so uh, that's I think one of the most important things that he's doing. Everything else he's doing is important. Yeah, so would, that that one is uh, very important. Yeah, that this is, is the very important. strategic thing that yeah. that he started stepping into this role very well uh, recently. Hey, we'll get back to the show in just a moment, but I want to tell you about a way to save a nice chunk of change on all your online shopping and in-store shopping by using discounted gift cards. We've got a new sponsor on the program with a free report they want to give you, no strings attached. Go to silentgym.com slash gift cards. That's silentgym.com slash gift cards, one word. It's in the show notes as well, that link. What they do is they put together a report that shows you all the places you can go to get great discounted gift cards. And they also offer the service themselves, selling gift cards to many online sellers, our community included. So it's a pleasure to bring them on board as a sponsor. Again, the link one more time, silentgym.com slash gift cards for that free special report. Let's get back to the show. That's, I think, one of the most important things that he's doing. Everything else he's doing is important. Yeah, would, that, that one is uh, very important. Yeah, this is, is the very important. strategic thing that, yeah. that he started stepping into this role very well uh, recently. Fantastic. Well, this is a great team, and, and I really appreciate you bringing them on today, Omar. Is, is there anything that else you wanted to emphasize with them here? Because, I again, these guys are up at one and four in the morning. That's incredible. And I am so great, grateful for their time. And hopefully the listeners appreciate what it took to pull together your whole group on the screen here, or, or just even for the audio version of this. That's not the whole team. That's, uh, it, that's part like of it. Half the team. That's half the team. That's, just, yeah. that's even more amazing. I can't wait to dig into the rest of the details of, of what all's involved there and the roles that they have. But yeah, thank you for showing up guys and, and for being here a part of this. Truly a pleasure to meet each of you. And was there anything else, Omar, that you were wanting to cover with uh, with any of them? No, that's that's good. That's uh, I think we covered enough. Very Thank good. you, guys. Yes. Go to sleep. Thanks, team. Hey. Back Thanks. to bed and enjoy your run. Very soon, Jay. And uh, thank you, sir. Congrats on your coming uh, wedding. As yes, well. that's just beautiful. Yes, I'm so yes. glad we get to celebrate that a little bit with you here today. So thank you so uh, much, sir. Hopefully meet you guys again in person at some point. That would be so great. But have a good evening. Good morning. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, everybody. Thank you, sir. Goodbye. Welcome. Good night, Uh, everyone. Good night. All right. Wow, that was incredible. That was cool. I'm I'm making sure we get them bumped off here so we don't have any more audio interference here. And there we go. All right. So back to uh, our discussion. So you mentioned this is just part of your team. Right. Okay. Break it down for me on, uh, again. And, you know, if it, those who have may have had some problem with the audio or understanding some of the, some of the recording, what's your role? What's the role of the rest of your team? Just give me a, like a 30 second overview of just real quick, the different roles, different people, how big the team is. Well, as much as possible, what, uh, my role is to make myself unnecessary. Beautiful. Right? Beautifully said. So I tried and not laziness. But no, I try not to get into the one by one, you know, every single detail. I try to give this responsibility to somebody else. And then I find something better to do with my time, something more important to do with my time on the business, not just relaxing. So the three gentlemen you, you met, they are the sourcing team. 
but they also, as you saw, have other responsibilities. Account so, health, invoices. Account health, FBM. Oh, sorry. Actually, even the accountant, Naeem, he also does some sourcing. So they all do. Yeah. Everybody those, sources. Yeah. Everyone, no, those, everyone you saw sources. Yeah. The three gentlemen, other than the accountant, that's their primary role. Wakas or Mar, his also, you can say his second main job is, is the purchasing. That takes a lot of his time. And uh, Salman, Salman, he manages the FBM, as we said. And Jay is the pure lead machine, nothing else. Gotcha. He's, he's the newest member of the team as well. In the future, I'm sure we'll, we'll find something important for him to do. Besides uh, just leads. Organically. Right? organically. Like Wakas and, and Salman joined as just sourcing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Naeem joined as just accounting. But then the role changed organically. Right. We, we figured yeah. out better things for them to do, uh, things that needed to get done, mm-hmm. and uh, started giving them more responsibility. So taking tasks off of your desk and putting it to right. the most competent and prepared and well-positioned member of your team. Right. It's not like right. you set out one day to hire people to do these four jobs. You set out primarily to find people who could help you find more profitable inventory. Right. But that was the first competent person I first, the right. first person I hired was to do sourcing. Yeah, which is which is what we teach. You you probably right. heard it. I don't know if that if we helped influence your decision there, but maybe but that's what we times. encourage. Maybe hundreds of times. Yes, yeah, I've mentioned it multiple times because I see people make mistakes in that arena. You can easily spend money hiring people for convenience. You want to hire people to help yeah. add margin yeah. to business initially. For, for convenience, I'm, I I have no choice really. Uh, mm-hmm. The prep center is whether I like it or not. I have to. I have to, I have to get a prep center. Absolutely, because it's, you're in you're in Dubai <laughs> and you're selling in the United States. So there's some necessary components that have to be added right. on very quickly. If you're not doing it, someone has to. So if you don't mind now that they're gone, I know that the, the U S dollar converts very well in different uh, parts of the world. Right. You can get a lot of work. Like I have a decent idea what you're paying J per hour, for example. And, and that right. translates to a lot more money in, elsewhere. In, for in example, the like the, it's for those who haven't heard, I know you know this, but for those who aren't aware, the average hourly wage in the Philippines is $1 per hour US. Right. So you pay someone $4 per hour, you're paying them basically four times minimum wage. Yeah. It's like a 40 or $50 an hour job in the US to get $4 an hour in the Philippines, basically. Yeah. Pretty really incredible. And we just yeah. saw his competence, his commitment, his attitude, his energy, like for four bucks an hour. And I don't know what you pay him. You don't have to tell me exactly, but that's pretty average in our Around there. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. But my, yeah, go ahead. I was just saying, that's, that's amazing to me. And the same thing in Pakistan. I know the US dollar goes very far there. So these yeah. aren't guys you have to pay $25 an hour to get good work out of. They consider it a great job for far less than that. And uh, so this virtual team you've built is something pretty special. So share whatever you want along is, those lines. Yeah. Obviously, it is some part of, you know, one of the benefits of globalization. You can uh, hire people around the world. Mm-hmm. I'm from Syria. I would love to hire people from Syria, but these days, you know, you get maybe bank issues, accusations of terrorism or something if you're paying a salary in Syria. So I stayed away from that. All right. There's only a few countries. The ones I've heard of, the Philippines obviously is very popular. Vietnam yeah. is up and coming. Pakistan, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Right. There's a couple on living India, actually. There's there's some opportunity there that I've seen. Uh, right. Yeah. So uh yeah, Pakistan and uh, the Philippines. 
that the, for, for me, you mentioned the hourly rate. For us, that's not the goal. As I said, I want them to be part of the business. And I can say that all day, but if it's not backed up by something financial, it doesn't mean anything to them. Right. To it's them, just, in the it's end, just a motto. you're getting a salary per hour or per day or per month if, if there's nothing else. And so my goal with everyone on the team is to always try to quantify how much value are you bringing to the business? And in, when I say value to the business, a business has value because they're satisfying their customers, they're making profit. And so my, my model is to share in the profit with the team as well. And, and I know you like to uh, explain things in case someone is watching the podcast for the first time. Right. So we, we buy things off of online shelves and we ship them to our prep center where the prep center will uh, prepare them, send them off to Amazon in some cases and in most cases. And in some cases, they keep them at the prep center and they fulfill them for us. They will send them to the customer directly. That's the merchant fulfill. Merchant fulfill. Which, right. uh, was it uh, Naeem managing that? You, that was Sal- Salim. Salman. Salman, that's right. S A L M A N, Salman. That's right. Yeah, he was managing, which I, I haven't heard much of that. I love an international student figuring out how to do merchant fulfill by having a prep center that does merchant fulfill. Makes yeah. total sense. Why not? It's not easy. It's not easy because a lot of prep centers just will tell you, no, I don't want to. Yeah, there's only a few prep centers that will even do that for you. Our, ours doesn't. We used to. We moved away from it. Uh, but tricky. some of them have figured it out. Yeah. Yeah, ours is, is very helpful. They're a good partner for us, actually. And yep. uh, There's a large so, list for people who don't know, and I'm not sure how you found yours, but prepcenternetwork.com is a free list of all the prep centers that we know of. And right. Some of them are accepting clients, some aren't, some do merch fulfill, some don't, some work with international students, some don't, some work with new students. Some won't. So you just kind of have to feel your way through that list. Uh, yeah. That's a service we love to provide. It. And uh, there's there's a few hundred of them that we know of in the United States. It's a, it's pretty robust a and growing, growing opportunity. And there's new ones opening. We're actually going to have some new content next year, I think, helping people open a small prep center and serve a handful of clients. It's a profitable win-win business arrangement uh, as this is opportunity is growing internationally. A lot yeah. of people like you live outside the U.S. They need a prep center. Absolutely. We need it. And you need a good person because, I mean, I've seen some bad ones. I won't name names. And, uh, Mm -hmm. and it's, as you said, as someone starting out from outside the U S it's hard to find one. So I I went through your list and I went through other lists and I found different prep centers and finally settled on one. Good. Yeah. It's very relational. I found that the good ones quickly fill up and become not so good ones for the new people trying to get in. They serve the people they know, like, and trust that pay the bills that they've grown together. And the new people coming in, uh, you know, we'll see if that works out or not. Uh, so that it's very relational for sure. You, you have to maintain constant communication. And, and right. uh, but so it's an emergency, emerging opportunity as Amazon grows and the ripple effect uh, ripples right. through, you know, the different prep centers and the different needs of the community. Um, it's it's it a good is. opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. It is. I know you guys uh, have your own prep center as well, I we believe. Do. We're not yeah. typically taking on new clients, though. We're very picky. We turn down way more clients than we take on, I'll tell you that, because we're specialized. Right? Especially when you have the new new customers. I mean, new yeah. customers, a lot of them have a good relationship with our prep center. They tell us a lot of 
people come in, and I hope those aren't your your students, but they'll come in and then they'll just disappear. So they'll have inventory at the prep center mm-hmm. and just sitting there, bills unpaid. Yeah. And so they gave up on their business. Uh, yeah. They just uh, they kind of come in, don't know what they're doing. They fill the shelves at the prep center and then move on to something else. <laughs> so we have yard there. sales and we sell that stuff eventually. It becomes ours and you know, yeah. we don't actually make any money on it by the time we've stored it for free and have unpaid invoices, but that is part of the part of the gig with prep centers. But we've got some content coming on that. We're hoping to help raise the standard of that entire industry and create some standard practices, you know, some right. how the KPIs if you're running a, a prep center for multiple sellers. Who do you need and what roles? How do you manage it? We've got some people doing it the right way that we're going to educate hopefully the entire industry here soon on some new strategies that'll improve the the experience for everybody. Yeah. That's coming. 2024. That's good. That's yeah. good. I would I would be interested <laughs> if I was there. <laughs> yeah. It, it, well, I mean, even if you just have some extra space in your garage, you could have a prep center for two or three international clients and take good care of them. Right. right? The beautiful model. It is. But, well, what else do you want to share about uh, your story? I wouldn't mind hearing some basics about, you know, whatever you feel comfortable sharing about the numbers that right. you're achieving. You've got a robust team at this point. Do you mind sharing like what, what yes. size business it is? So right now, our last month was a really good month, comparatively, not where I want it to be. Uh, we made uh, 30000 in sales. That was our best month ever. And you could say, if I look at the year by year, approximately we're doubling our sales every year, if you, you could look at it that way. Hopefully this year, my, my goal in general, overall with the business, where I would say I'm successful is when I, because you saw it, we have a big team and I'm not building something, I'm not building a job for myself, right? As the E-Myth says, I'm building a system, I'm building a, an organization that will build and, and grow by itself as well. So there are costs to that. So the profit is not where I want it to be, not where I expected it to be after two years. But then again, if you look at, it's almost two and a half years, uh, if you look at traditional business models, a lot of companies don't make any profit for the first five years. Amazon itself didn't make a lot of, or any profit. They were in the red for for years, I remember. Oh, yeah. and everyone was 15 was years or something, yeah, before they took yeah. profit, right. And they scaled like, a beautiful uh, system. Uh, and everyone would laugh at him. You have your plan, but it doesn't matter because you're in the red and blah, blah, blah. But he was right in the end. And, and he was very right, <laughs> in fact. Biggest company uh, so in the history of the world at this point, most profitable. Yeah. yeah. We did reach profitability, but our profits are not where I want them to be at all. But that's my goal, 15% net profit. I've also like worked out with my coach. By the way, I have a coach, a uh, very helpful gentleman Stephen also broke he was on the podcast actually with yes i think that it was a you remember him it, uh, of it, course it was, a, it was a group uh zoom call yeah that you guys had him on the podcast of course yeah so uh very i mean helpful and uh, we have a very good relationship and very humble guy very soft-spoken but also very knowledgeable it helped me a lot in many different things so it sounds to me like you're only working a few hours a week on the Amazon portion of your business, based on this, the schedule that you shared with me earlier, is that an accurate uh, representation? I would say five to ten hours a week, yeah. but then sometimes you get stuck with something that that takes up more of your sure. time. Yeah, of course. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, 
It's uh, it, I'm trying to, as you said, fit it into the cracks, right? Fit it into the cracks of your schedule. It fits so, beautifully into, if you've got some spare time, it fits beautifully into whatever you do have. I wouldn't say I have spare time. I'm yeah. trying to, I, I make time, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. But what I mean, what I meant to say is that when you're fitting it into the cracks, maybe if I add up all the time, it's more than 10 or 15 or 20. What I'm sure is it's five to 10. Well, it, this has been a great episode, buddy. I, in the interest of time, though, and because it's getting very late where you are, especially, I want to start to wrap it up. Was there anything else that you were hoping to cover today that was on your mind that you wanted to introduce? Or I, I think we've had a really informative episode uh, that's going to encourage and inspire a lot of people. You've built a beautiful system. Very well done. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm trying, trying to make it more beautiful. And uh, so I would say just a couple of things, and I don't want to take up too much of your valuable time. There's, first of all, we thank God for everything. I thank God for the leading me to you guys. Mm. And it was strange these days hearing God mentioned on a podcast or in general in media. Although like, I'm a Muslim and you're a Christian brother, I mean, there's obviously things where we're not going to see eye to eye. but we believe as Muslims that everything uh, that you guys, almost everything that let's say we, we believe in almost everything that you guys believe in. And it's so refreshing to see a different perspective on things that you believe or a different perspective on something. Hold on. How is this related to business and thinking about how business is related to my relationship with God as well? Right. You know, that was really interesting to me, and and uh, and yeah, it's it's re- it's refreshing to see God mentioned in in line with business, and and yes, it is a, a good thing to do. Business is a good thing; it's a blessing that God gave us. It's not necessarily a sign that somebody is loved by God. That's another story, but yeah, I mean that I wanted to say to say that, and, and uh, thank you for that, and it, it helped me get closer to God, and build a better business as well, not only, and have a better relationship with my family, really. I, I, I can't say enough how much this podcast has helped me improve my life. So I'll say that. Thank you for that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm honored to hear that. That's, uh, yeah, beautifully said. And there's some timeless truths that you learn through business and through some of the, what I believe is the, the, the way that God designed the world to work. And there's some lessons you can learn there that just you can't learn anywhere else. So, you know, just the, right. the um, things like being other-oriented and delayed gratification, right? right? You've got to have some of those virtuous qualities that I don't care what your worldview is. You know, you're going to go a lot further in life if you learn some of these things. And as a business owner, you're forced to learn these things, putting your own capital at risk in the hopes of later achieving something significant while right. serving others along the way. like. That's not easy stuff, man. And uh, to do it successfully, there's a lot of character that's built in, which is why you know one of the things we say all the time around here is the only thing I know about you is you've run a successful, profitable business over an extended period of time. That's all I know. I don't know your worldview. I don't know your religion. I don't know where you went to school, if you got good grades or you know if you dropped out of school when you were 10. I don't know any of those things. Rich, poor, as a kid, I don't know any of that stuff. Married, I don't know. I know you've run a profitable business. I know you are a, a human being of character 
and of a, a safe bet. It's like what we like to say around here. You're a safe bet. Like that's someone that I can relate to. So you're, and you're one of those people. So well done. You've built something significant. And it, I love surrounding myself with business building warriors who get those kind of lessons. So yeah, yeah. honored to work with you as well, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. It was uh, great talking to you. I don't think I have anything to, else to say, but uh, I might think of something later and I'll uh, record a message or something. Sure. <laughs> but well, it, it would be certainly a pleasure to meet you or if any of the team, that would be a dream scenario for me to have one of these international teams actually be at our conference. Yeah. That would be so I great. Really, I really wanted to. I was planning to this year, actually. But uh, my niece got engaged and I, I had to show up for her mm, and it wasn't possible to make uh, both. Events, yeah. But I, I, I mean, it was, it was in the plan. And yeah. I, I maybe, uh, our, our May 2024, is that on the possibility list? It's possible. That's yeah. I'm going to try. I'm going to well, try. The, the tickets are on me. If you or any of your team want to come. Not the airplane tickets, right? Not the airplane ticket. <laughs> The conference yeah. ticket. I don't know what we're looking at with the flights. That could be crazy. <laughs> oh, but at least for you coming from Dubai, yeah, yeah. I, I can at least pick up that part. If you're going to come all the way from Dubai as a podcast, Absolutely. that would be terrific. Thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely, my friend. Well, it's been a pleasure yeah. hanging out with you today. I appreciate your time. I'm going to I'm gonna start to wrap this one up so you can get some sleep. Uh, <laughs> but let me talk, Omar, for just a second to the listeners, as I like to do towards the end of the episode. Thanks for hanging out with Omar and I today. I think if you were paying attention, you learned a bunch of really valuable lessons here today. Uh, something for everyone, I think, in this episode. And if you enjoyed this, maybe this is one of the first episodes you've heard. I should let you know we've got hundreds of interviews with proven Amazon Core students, some coaching students. As Omar mentioned, he was a coaching student. We'd love to just have you scroll back in time, listen to some of those episodes, get to know who we are, what we do through the interviews with those students who are using our courses, content, materials. Uh, and if you like what you hear, bump over to silentgym.com, book a call with us to have a conversation. We'd love to talk to you about your business or just get into our free Facebook group. 74,000 people around the world talking all day, every day about e-commerce, a bunch of business building warriors like Omar, building beautiful businesses, building beautiful teams and making the world a better place through business. All right, Omar, get to bed, man. Get some sleep. Good hanging out with you, my friend. No, no, too, too, too excited to go to bed right now. <laughs> Don't pull an all-nighter, man. Not worth it. That was really great hanging out with you and to all the business Thank building you. warriors who hung out with us today as well. God bless you. And we'll talk to you again real soon. Hey, before I let you go, one last reminder about an easy way to save money on every purchase you make online or in stores by using discounted gift cards. There's a free special report that's been set up by our latest sponsor, Arbitrage Card. You can get this report. tells you how to go find these great discounted cards. Go to silentgym.com slash gift cards. That's silentgym.com slash gift cards, all one word. The link is in the show notes as well. Go grab that report. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.